and Lala. From iHeartRadio's 103.5, KTU, the beat of New York. You can listen to us 7 to midnight from Monday through Friday. And you can see us on The Amazing Race on CBS Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're just chilling here with Elias on The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. You're A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Lulu, Lala, welcome to the cave. Thank, Thank you for you having us. us. Nice Thank you here. for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners and the viewers, you know, they'll see you in the new season of uh, 33 of The Amazing Race. It's been a wild ride for you two. It yeah. sure has. It, it has sure been has. crazy. We've had her up, we've had her down, and there's still more to go. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, let's start from the beginning. I want to know, like, how did you get involved with this, and what was the process to getting picked for this? So we had always wanted to be on The Amazing Race. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's barking. You want to open the door for her? <laughs> you can open the door for her. Sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. This sure. is totally, like, not planned. You know how dogs... I'm sure will. No worries at all. All right. Take it from the top. So we had always wanted to be on The Amazing Race. We had seen a couple of the seasons before, and we always thought, wow, what a cool show to be traveling the world. And it's like doing obstacles. And, I mean, how hard can it be? Right. And so <laughs> when we got the call, we were like, is this for real? Are you guys serious? Do you, you want us to? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And so we did an audition tape to see, you know, if we were going to qualify to be on The Amazing Race, and we did, and so once we knew that we were in, we were like, holy crap, we were I can't excited. believe we're doing this. We were excited, we didn't really know what to expect, because one thing is watching the show, but then actually doing it, totally whole different, different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So like, what was like the final, thi- final like, okay, I'm, we're really going to do this, like, we're going to jump right in and do this, what was like the... I think it's because we haven't, we're not really well-traveled. I mean, we've traveled within the United States. Because of work and stuff. Right, but to say that we've gone to different countries, we really haven't. Maybe just one, El Salvador, which is where our dad is from, and we're El Salvadorian. But that's about it. We had never been overseas. We didn't know really what's out there. And I felt like an adventure and a perfect opportunity to travel and, and experience this. And it's the amazing wow. race. Like, that's right. It's a no brainer. We were like, there's no question about it. We're doing this. And one if way there's or one reality show to be in, I think it's definitely this one because it's not really so much like personal drama in, in, in like relationship drama. It's more of like a challenge, like a mental, yeah. physical, emotional type of deal. Yeah. So when you got picked and you knew what was happening, how did you train for this before the actual event? Well, we definitely picked up on cardio, you know, running a little more, um, trying, trying to eat healthier. And we did a lot of, um, we downloaded a couple of apps that had to do with like puzzles. puzzles. That way we can start working the brain a little bit more. And yeah. Because I know that on, on The Amazing Race, there always is like a puzzle type 
of challenge. So, and then I took, I made sure to take stick shift driving lessons because I didn't know how. So I took maybe like right. three weeks worth of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause in Europe it's mostly stick too. Yes. And then in, we were in Scotland, it was stick and opposite side of what, you know, wow. we're here in the States we're used to. So yeah. it was, it was pretty difficult, but that's yeah. pretty much how we trained the first time around. Then when the pandemic hit and they shut production down, it was kind of like, is this, is this happening? Like we finally get a chance to be in the race and this pandemic decides to stroll on in and ruin everybody's life. We were kind of heartbroken. We all wanted mm. to continue for that million dollars. Yeah. So like for the listeners or viewers, you know, like usually when I was doing some research, usually an, a season averages about 28 days. How many yeah, days were you in? How many days were you in before it shut down for almost 19 months? I, I want to say I, we were there for three weeks or maybe two weeks. Two wow. weeks, two weeks okay. in, we had three lives done, and that's when we just completely stopped. And I, I believe we were like in our hotel rooms in Scotland for about four days, trying to figure out like what's, what's going, going on, on, what's happening. They keep you in the hotel room. I mean, yeah. you're not allowed to wander off into the lobby or anything unless you're told to do so. So all we had was a television and all we kept seeing was this bad news about this pandemic, this coronavirus. And don't get me wrong, mm. all of us collectively wanted to continue to keep racing, but you know, kudos to CBS and the entire production uh, company because they were like, no, safety first and they, not a good idea. We're just going to stop and hopefully we can, can restart whenever this thing fizzles out. Mm. So at first, when, when, so when everything shut down, I mean, nobody knew you guys were going to be shut down for 19 months. Were you getting updates? Or was, was at first, at the beginning, we're like, okay, you know, maybe we'll be off for a month, maybe two months. Like, what was what was happening yeah. behind the scenes with that? Well, I'm, it so, wasn't – no, we didn't really get updates yes, every did. month. No, not every month. Not every I month. I want to say for the first month and a half, they did check up on us. They wanted to make sure yeah. how are we doing, are we okay. If we had gotten sick or anything like that. Um, And then after that, when things got really serious, it was just like nobody you know, flatlined. We just waited to see what the world was going to do. And Honestly, like we thought that the season was going to be a wash. Yeah, we thought wow. it was going to be a flop and we weren't going to be able to, to do this again. But then come July, in the summer, I want to say, we got hit up again by production and they were like, hey, would you feel comfortable coming back? Is there anything that's holding you back if we do bring the show back so that you guys can finish? They, were they asked a lot of questions just to feel out really how we, what we felt. Because and they yeah. wanted to make sure that we were going to be comfortable going out back into the world to race. And so as soon as we got that call, we were like, hell yeah. I don't care. Come <laughs> we're, we're good. We got this. So, so for the 19th months, did you still like go through like the training just in case you guys were going to get that call to go back? Like, what was like, what did you do for those 19 months? We had nothing. No, no just so kidding. for the beginning of the first 19 months, I, let's be real. We really didn't train because we had a lot going on. Uh, our grandmother passed away and then work. There was a lot of stuff, you know, just family, just so much stress personally with work and, and, and stuff that we, so we didn't kind of backseat on the whole training. Cause I, uh, we, after the, after we came back, we didn't know. So for about three mm -hmm. or four months, we were kind of like up in the air. So we just were, we kind of were just like over everything. everything. And then when we got that phone call, that then was... that's when we're like, oh, we need to get back into shape. We need to start doing our, our um, so research. We, we started like memorizing flags again and major yeah. cities, how to say things in different languages, um, six shift driving as well. We, I picked <laughs> up on a few courses again so I could 
remember how to drive. And then we also looked at each other and realized that in the first three legs, we were kind of like horrible getting along. We were fighting a lot, which is it's not normal for us to fight. We're so close and we work together. We live together. So to see us react the way that we reacted, it was like, it's like, like we had bent up energy and resentment and we spoke about it and we figured we need to start really like listening to one another and not making each other feel bad because that's what initially that's what we were doing and then Mm. you know that's what we said when if we go back into the race we're not gonna act like that we're gonna be civilized (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) act like humans we're not gonna be babies about it and we're just gonna run the race and worry about that yeah no other team so now let's jump into this a couple of the challenges. Uh, what what's been some of the fun challenges you guys have done? What has been the ones that you like? You don't even want to do it again if it ever comes up. By far, my the my favorite challenge is the bungee jump. I always I'm not scared of heights, but I mean throwing yourself off of a a bridge. You know that's not I don't like to put my life in danger either. So it's something that I thought was always cool, but realistically, I don't think I would ever do it. But since mm-hmm. I had the opportunity, I'm like, I'm taking full advantage of this. I was so excited. And... I was actually super jealous of Lala because I wanted to do the bungee jumping. But since I had gone <laughs> skydiving a while back, I was like, okay, it's only fair that she to do this challenge. I think for me, the biggest, the most fun to me was climbing that Mount Santis in uh, Switzerland. In Switzerland. The views were gorgeous, and I never thought I'd be able to do something like that i'm very asthmatic the air up there was very thin and uh it was just something that i don't i don't know that i'll ever have the opportunity the opportunity to do it again but just being up there one with nature and looking around at all the different countries it was just magical yeah magical how do you pump yourself up to do some of these without like okay like the fear you know everybody has a fear of something like how do you pump yourself doing the biggest fear for us was waking up in the morning and not knowing what are we going to do and where are we yes we never do because Uh, in past seasons you're you're given a clue and you have to run to the airport and you already know what city what country you're going to this time around because there was no commercial airports or taxis or buses but they never told us where we were going we were always just wondering we're on this charter plane and we're looking out the window like where are we okay. going? What mountain is that? Over the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean? We don't know. But um, when it comes to like bungee jumping, my thing is just don't even think about it. You just got to do it because the moment you start thinking and, and hesitating, then it, it'll hold you back. Honestly, the wow. adrenaline kicks in as soon as you begin the race. It just takes over your body. And looking back at the Stuff that we've done so far that they've aired, I don't know how we were able to do a lot of it. <laughs> really don't. But that's when you realize, oh, it's you know the energy, the adrenaline, the, the hype, the, the the wanting that million dollars that's that really gets so, you there. So, like you know, you, you're a team, you're twins, you're siblings. How do you like describe this bond between you two, and like how do you trust each other about who's gonna do what? That's the that's the hard part because. You know what you can do, and you also know what she's capable of doing, but then you're scared to make the wrong choice. Like, man, I should have been the one to do this, or she should have been the one to do that. You just never know. I am stronger than Lala, but she has more endurance. So in hindsight, she really should have done the hiking of the mountain of Mount Santee. Yes. Because I was dying 
dying. Coming back. Coming yeah. back. They don't show that, but I was like, oh my God, having an asthma attack and everything. I should have done the bungee jump because it's not, doesn't take much. Fling yourself, you come back up and you're good. And so it, it is hard because you, you, you just never know um, what the outcome is going to be. You, you have to just trust one another and, and believe and, that the, the other one will do the best that they very can. And if she doesn't, Mm. Don't make her feel bad. It is what it is. But that was kind of difficult. Like the bagpipe, she decided to do. I don't know that I would have been able to do it. I think I would have panicked. Um, So that was. You just got to win. Keep on the hip and hope to God it works. Was was there a challenge that from the past that you were like, you know what? I kind of hope we don't have to do this. Was there like one in there that made you like, I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yes, uh, I think given the experience we had with the puzzle uh, on the first leg, um, yeah. we were like, I hope there is no other puzzle because we're going to, stre- we get stressed out once we see people are like moving forward. It does, it messes yeah. up your mind. Yeah. So we were like, we really hope there's no other puzzle, you know, and other coming to, um, legs of the race so that we had such a bad experience and we don't want to, we don't want to live that again. So. <laughs> now there's other teams on there also and you kind of have to like build like a friendship with them too but at the same time you know like you still want to hit the prize how would you so, describe that like that clash you know like because i'm sure you've become friends with some of these people absolutely yeah. especially when we had that um when we were in scotland and we were all stuck there not knowing what it is that we were going to do whether we were going to continue yeah. the race um we actually got really close there mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. were able to talk to one another at certain times Bye. and so we got close we the guess. hard part was coming back, right? Okay. Because we all wanted to hug each other and be like, how are you doing? How's we created a friendship, right? And so yeah. it's kind of weird. Like, you want to help the team out, but at the same time, it's like, wait, it's- we're friends and all, but, like, you're not my friend now because I want those million dollars. So it was <laughs> kind of weird when certain teams wouldn't help or... Yeah, navigating that whole situation was pretty hard this season. Because you didn't want to hurt people's feelings, but at the same time, it's like, it's a million Million dollars and it's a race. We're really not here to bond right now. We're here to compete. (laughs) (laughs) So that balance was kind of... It was tricky. It was tricky. 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 Sometimes I think it's best not to form bonds because it it will... It'll have you second-guessing. Exactly. And Mm. you'll end up doing stuff that maybe you shouldn't do or and stuff like that. Now, we mentioned the legs. You know, the legs are pretty much, you know, you guys go to a different country. What was your favorite country that you would I go back to? Switzerland. Switzerland. Switzerland was just beautiful. beautiful. The people were great, mm-hmm. super clean. The scenery was amazing. Um, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing garbage, which is something funny. But since we live here in New York and stuff, and you see the streets, I mean, it's not like New York is very dirty, but it's a world <laughs> of a difference. You see the garbage on right. and about. Uh, drinking the water here in New Jersey and, and some parts of New York, it's, you, they tell you don't drink the tap water. Over there, it was they the heard it. They were like, no, no, drink the tap water. It's better than the bottled water. Yeah. So that was kind of like a culture shock. We were not used to that. That was pretty dope. That's awesome. So after you went back to film after the 19 months, how long were you gone for? We were gone yeah. for about a month. A month, yeah. We were gone for about, about a month. month. Um, and I don't know why it seems longer. longer it does. Well, it does. 19 months, you know? Yeah. 19 months and then filming for another yeah. month. It was, uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and it was different this time around because we had to be tested every other day. 
And that alone became a little challenge because if anyone, anybody tested positive, that's it. The race, you were done for the race. Wow. You had to then be sequestered. And that's why we were like, well, this would be really be a, a crappy way to yeah. be out of the race because of COVID, you know, yeah. because no mm-hmm. one really has control over that. It was kind of funny because we would kind of make it into a challenge. Like we all be waiting like, oh, all right. Oh. I hope I don't test positive here. Like, who's gonna test negative? Who, who's gonna test positive? But luckily, nobody on the entire team, including production, uh, test, ever tested test positive. In fact, uh, we felt safer. Yeah. On the amazing race and what uh, we do now, than how we feel wow, now. That's great. Now, for the listeners, the viewers that are tuning in, for the amazing race fans, what do you want to tell them? What well, first is thank you for watching. We truly appreciate it and for supporting us. Um, but if you ever think about being on the Amazing Race, do not take it for granted. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Four weeks of six shift driving is definitely not enough. You need to take <laughs> at least three months. Learn how to read a map because you're going to need it. And also, if you are given the opportunity, take it. Do not hesitate. This mm. is one experience that will live on forever and you won't regret it. Yeah. 100%. Get the cardio in, get to build up the strength. You're going to need it. And I'm sure you don't get a lot of sleep either. No. no. Here's the thing. You do have, like, rest days, but because, I guess, in our situation, or probably in every other season, too, the anxiety of not knowing mm. what you're going to be doing the following day or the following, the following leg, it keeps you up at night because you're trying to go over things like, all right, I got this. What if this happens, or what if they tell us to do this, or what if this? Also, they don't really tell you like what they tell you. Be ready by like four thirty in the morning, or mm-hmm. if you don't wake up or have an alarm clock, they're not gonna come and get you. Like Ooh. you have to make sure <laughs> that you wake up on time, get and are prepared for anything. And so the fear of not hearing the alarm clock because you're so tired from racing mm-hmm. all day definitely messes, messes with, with your mind. And so that's where the anxiety starts building up. I have to say. The anxiety that we went through on the Amazing Race is like no other. It's not low, like no other. Very challenging. That's awesome. Now, for uh, also, tell us a little bit about your radio show so the fans and the listeners can find your show and listen to it. Yes, we are on iHeartRadio's 103.5 KTU, the beat of New York, in New York City from 7 to midnight, Monday through Friday. And it's a lot of fun. It's music-driven. We talk about the pop culture, what's trending. What's happening in the tri-state, and of course, we anything. talk about ourselves. If we're fighting, we let the tri-state know. If I have an issue with my boyfriend, <laughs> the whole world knows it. So it's very relatable, and it's very lighthearted and fun. Yeah, we try to just make light of everything. I mean, there's a lot of negativity out in the world, and we try to be the positive note yeah. in someone's day. We don't want the drama of politics right. or anything like that. It's just you just want to have some fun. fun. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh, how can the how can they find you on social media so they keep up with you? You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at Lulu Ilala. That's L U L U Y L A L A, and on uh, TikTok as well. Oh, TikTok as well, and then YouTube. You can find us with Lulu Ilala as well. well it's all Lulu and Lala, straight down the line. Very easy. Or you can go to luluilala.com and everything's there. Perfect. And I want to thank you for coming out. This was a fun conversation with you. Thank Thank you you for having us. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Time, time, time.